You've been pulled over by the police. They think that you're operating under the influence of alcohol. What's going to happen next? Hi, I'm attorney Paul Whalen from Afford Law. At Afford Law, we practice criminal and family law throughout Massachusetts. Our fees are all based on a sliding scale, which is based on your income. So the less you make, the less you pay. So if you're pulled over and the officer suspects you of drunk, there are a number of things uh, that they will go through uh, in order to make a determination whether you uh, are violating the law. One of the primary things that they will do is ask field sobriety tests. Field sobriety tests are a series of tests. Uh, they are physical coordination tests as well as divided attention tests. So they call them divided attention tests because the officer asks you to do two things at once. They'll engage you in conversation and ask you to take out your license and registration. Uh, that's before the field sobriety tests begin. The field sobriety test would be uh, they're asking you to do some sort of physical uh, task uh, while doing something else, while counting out loud uh, or while looking at your uh, particular in a particular spot or whatever. So it's very difficult for people who are under the influence to perform these tests uh, accurately. So there are three field sobriety tests. They're, they're called the, it's a battery of the standardized field sobriety tests. They are the horizontal gaze nystagmus test. I know that's a mouthful. HGN is, is what it's called. The nine step walk and turn and the one leg raise. And there's been some research to, to support the idea that using all three of these together, the officer has a very high likelihood of determining whether or not you are under the influence of alcohol uh, while you've been driving. Specifically, I want to talk to you today about the nine-step walk and turn. What is that? Okay, so the nine-step walk and turn is basically it's the walk a straight line test, but there's much more to it than that. Uh, the officer has you get out of the car, he has you standing there, and there's a a phase called the introductory phase. That's when the officer is telling you what you have to do on the tests. Now, you, he's observing you the whole time during this introductory phase. So really the test has already begun because he's trying to observe you to see if you can follow directions. That's part of the um, split attention, uh, split attention uh, uh, side of things. So he's asking you to uh, sit, to stand there in a certain uh, position, and he's looking to see if you're weaving, if you're weaving from side to side, if you're able to maintain your balance, if you have to raise your arms for balance and, and because you're uh, not, uh, you know, you're not coordinated enough to do that. And they also want to make sure uh, that, that, that you're not starting the test too fast. So they will say, don't start the test until I instruct you to do so. If you do start the test, they will mark that down on the report as one indicator that you are intoxicated. So even though you're very nervous uh, and, you know, you're on the side of the road, you're there with a police officer, uh, you're obviously very scared. Um, messing up on the test is easy to do. So you have to be very careful uh, about how you perform on the test. And as I say, the introductory part of the test is uh, all part of the overall field sobriety test and goes into the police report. So he will tell you to uh, stand, uh, stand there with one foot in front of the other. So he and heel touching toe uh, from one foot, doesn't matter which one you, you choose, uh, and hands by your side while he instructs you. 
So you have to stand in a line while he's going through the instructions. That itself can be challenging. He'll tell you that he wants you to take, he or she will take, tell you to take nine steps, walking heel to toe on a straight line, nine steps up, do a series of pivoting turns, slow turns, turn around on the line and come back nine steps, walking heel to toe, counting out loud as you go. So there are many ways that you can mess up on the test. If you don't, uh, if you start the test too early, if you can't maintain your position during the instruction phase, those are all indicators that you're intoxicated. As far as the actual test itself, you have nine steps up. So that's nine different ways, uh, nine different opportunities you have to uh, show an indication of intoxication. So if you, if you don't step heel to toe on all nine steps, that will be noted on the uh, on the police report. If you step off the line at any point during those nine steps, that will be noted on the police report. Once you get to nine, if you go past nine, or if you don't, if you go eight or seven or anything less than that, that will be noted on the police report as well. Once you get to nine, you have to do that particularized turn where one foot is planted and the other one pivots. If you do that incorrectly. That will, be marked, that will be marked down as a cue of uh, intoxication. And then you must uh, complete nine steps heel to toe on the line on the way back. So you have 18 steps you must take. So those, that's 18 opportunities uh, to mess up. And you have to do the turn. And that's another opportunity to mess up. If your arms go out to the side, they'll mark that down. Uh, so there's, there are many, many ways that you can uh, not do well on the test. And of course, the officer is looking for any signs, any indicators of your intoxication. And those are all indicators of intoxication. So um, be very, very careful and uh, on the test. And please keep this in mind. You do not have to take the field sobriety test. You don't have to take any of them. You don't even have to speak to the officer during the during the traffic stop. You don't have to in, engage in conversation. You don't have to tell him where you're coming from, where you're going to, if you've had anything to drink. You don't have to speak to him at all. You have to give him or her your license, registration, and proof of insurance. If they want to arrest you for something, they can do so, but you're not giving them any additional uh, evidence to be used against you. So if you don't take the field sobriety test, they... That cannot be used against you uh, if it goes to trial. So they can't, if it goes to trial, the prosecution can't say, ladies and gentlemen of the jury, uh, this person must have been drunk because they refused the field sobriety test. No, it's not admissible. You do not have to do it. So if you refuse to take the test, that cannot be used against you. And really, that's the best piece of advice that I can give you. At Afford Law, we do practice criminal and family law throughout Massachusetts. Our fees are all based on your income. So the less you make, the less you pay. Feel free to stop by at affordlaw.org for a free virtual consultation with me. I'd be happy to answer any questions you might have about criminal or family law matters in Massachusetts. Because at Afford Law, we're making justice affordable. Thank you.